The good girls are saying goodbye. Why'd Watergate fail? Because they got caught. Because they were men. And the queens are turning into witches. With juicy roles like the bearded witch, the two-headed witch, and the biggest witch of all, Joan Crawford. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, July 22nd. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. First, your entertainment headlines. Michaela Cole is heading to Wakanda. The Emmy-nominated writer-director star of the HBO limited series I May Destroy You has joined the cast of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Plot details of the highly anticipated sequel are still being kept under wraps, and it remains to be seen exactly who Cole might be playing, but the Marvel film has already begun shooting at Pinewood Studios in Atlanta. We have now learned the fate of The Rock in the Fast and Furious franchise. After starring as the forceful Luke Hobbs in Fast Installments 5 through 8 and headlining his own spin-off Hobbs and Shaw, Dwayne Johnson sat out last month's F9. Still, fans have held out hope that he'd return to the main series in the previously announced final two films, but some recent news is sure to make them, well, furious. In an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Johnson addressed Vin Diesel's recent comments about how their beef can be traced back to, quote, tough love Diesel says he gave Johnson to elicit a great performance on Fast Five. Well, Johnson says, quote, everyone had a laugh at that, adding he'd leave it at that before confirming once and for all that he will not be rejoining the family, saying, quote, I wish them well on Fast 9, and I wish them the best of luck on Fast 10 and Fast 11 and the rest of the Fast and Furious movies they do that will be without me. Emmy nominee Kate Winslet is thrilled to finally be able to talk about Murder Dirter, the breakout Saturday Night Live sketch that parodied her show, Mayor of Easttown, and its characters' specific Delaware County, Pennsylvania accents. Here she is when I spoke with Winslet this week for an upcoming episode of EW's The Awardist podcast. Oh my God, I'm so glad someone's <laughs> finally asking me about this. No one's actually saying, asked me. Really? No, no. one? Is it a badge of honor? What say you about murder dirty? I have never felt so validated as an actor in my entire life as I now do because of murder dirty. I mean, <laughs> forget the I Oscar. Mean, forget it. Forget it. It was honestly we were we were crying, and every now and then in our household we'll be like, "Oh, should we just quickly watch it?" And we'll just all have to. It's we'll so crowd brilliant. around the iPhone like crying with laughter. Yeah. So incredibly funny. Kate McKinnon is hysterical in that sketch. Be sure to check out that full video with Winslet on EW.com. She also shares about another show, the British series Gogglebox, where audiences watch as people are recorded watching TV. In this case, Mayor of Easttown's very intense episode five. In the Heights, star Leslie Grace has been cast as Barbara Gordon, also known as Batgirl, in the forthcoming Batgirl film Warner Brothers has announced. Grace also shared the news herself on Twitter, saying she was, quote, beyond excited to embody Barbara Gordon and ready to give her all I've got. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, time to get to work. 
and reveal today's top three picks. Hey now, number three is RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, which picks up this week in the wake of Scarlet Envy's shocking elimination. We're now down to the top eight queens, all of whom voted to eliminate either Scarlet or Jan, as the start of this week's episode reveals. Here's a clip. I was expecting maybe one or two lipsticks for me. I wasn't expecting four. Really blows my mind. It really bothers me. I picked you because tonight you had the harsher critiques on the runway as far as the challenge and the look. I also picked Jan. I worked with Scarlett and Kylie this week, and I wouldn't have felt right nominating either one of them, but I do want to encourage you to just be a little bit more yourself, always. I feel the exact same way, so I actually chose you as well. Two weeks ago, they were like, bring back that funk and stuff. And I tried to do that. Like, I don't think I would have won the challenge last week if I wasn't 110%. And that's just, like, me. Be sure to head over to EW.com to watch that full clip and see Jan give another iconic face crack. Also this week, the queens get spooky in the new maxi challenge, Rumerican Horror Story, celebrating, as RuPaul puts it, some of the best actresses alive and undead. Roles range from a two-headed witch to Joan Crawford. Expect some truly horrifying performances. You can stream the latest episode of Drag Race All-Stars on Paramount Plus right now. We're shifting from queens to dolls for our number two pick, the new AMC Plus series Ultra City Smiths, the latest show from Patriot and Perpetual Grace LTD creator Stephen Conrad. Ultra City Smiths follows an investigation into the mysterious disappearance of a famous tycoon, Carpenter K. Smith. Two intrepid detectives pursue the case, rallying to fight against their city's dangerous corruption at a high cost to themselves and their families. There are also gangs of David Bowie and Richard Nixon lookalikes roaming the streets, a hooker who provides back scratches, narration by Tom Waits, and musical numbers. Oh, and uh, did we mention the characters are all stop-motion animated baby dolls? Well, here's a preview. Huge story breaking tonight. Detective Johnson? Detective Mills. What do you know about our last bright hope? Carpenter Smith, Citizen Kane type. Gonna make the city a gentler place. Eight people of interest here. You're all named Smith. And we've learned you're the last people Carpenter Smith was with in the mysterious few hours before his homicide. So I'm going to find out over time what she talked about. Doesn't work like that, darling. Your ears are not deceiving you. That was the voice of John C. Riley. The cast also includes Jimmy Simpson and Divine Joy Randolph as the detectives, Luis Guzman as a crime lord, and B.B. Newworth as a wrestler named Lady Andrea the Giant. Folks, Ultra City Smiths is a wild ride. You can stream the first two episodes on AMC Plus right now. It's trivia time. Before his TV career, Ultra City Smith's creator Stephen Conrad wrote the screenplay for what Will Smith movie? Hancock, Men in Black, or The Pursuit of Happiness? Stay tuned for the answer and our number one pick, What to Watch, will be right back. 
everyone. I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. For our number one pick today, we're saying goodbye to Good Girls as the NBC series wraps up its fourth season, which, thanks to a heartbreaking cancellation, will be its last. So the question becomes, how much of Beth, Ann, and Ruby's story will get wrapped up in tonight's two-hour finale? Final episodes will see the girls forced into a heist by the Secret Service, while Rio offers an unexpected proposal, which leads him to form a surprise alliance with Beth. Here's a clip from the finale. How are we going to even get into the building? Why don't we just go during the day? Because he'll be there. So distract him. How? You know how. No, I don't. Why'd Watergate fail? Because they got caught. Because they were men. Which means use your hoo-ha. Just stop. Worked with the wire. You use your hoo-ha. I'm just saying, take the Brezen to lunch or something. I thought we agreed on Gang Fairy Godfather. Brezen makes more sense. I'm not doing anything with the Brezen. Why not? Because then he'll know it's me. Okay, you guys, we obviously go at night. What about the security guard? We'll use my (laughs) hoo-ha. Oh, good girls, you will be missed. Joining me now to help fans process the end of this show is EW senior writer Samantha Heifel. Hey, Sam, how are you? I'm good, Jared. How are you? Doing really well, thanks. Uh, Really good, (laughs) should I say, (laughs) given what we're talking about here. Uh, Of course, we're talking about good girls. Uh, So this show, uh, over the course of four seasons, it was pretty unique in its concept. Mm -hmm. What do you think people really enjoyed about it so much and just even you as a viewer? It's funny. It's had a really interesting trajectory because I think it really just gained popularity in its last season or so on Netflix. That Netflix bump. That Netflix bump. Gotta love it. But I remember when the show first started and the only way people could think to describe it was like, so is this Breaking Bad, but like with (laughs) suburban moms? And Mm. in some ways it is because, you know, especially for Christina Hendricks character, it all starts with them robbing a grocery store just because they all need money. And then she does kind of take a liking to this dangerous side of life. But the showrunners have always been so adamant that it's not breaking bad. Like there is no point are they going to throw their morality out the window because the thing that makes this show unique is that like they just want to be good moms. Everything they're doing is really for their families. And I think this show just found such a unique tone in the way that they deal with some very dark stuff, but also in the midst of like Just by putting it in suburbia and by putting it in these crazy kind of situations, it makes for some like really great comedy. And I just don't think it's Mm -hmm. a tone that we've seen a lot of in television. 
Yeah, well, and these three actresses together, Christine Hendricks, oh. Retta, and Mae Whitman, really bring the material to life in such a, a compelling way, entertaining way. So leading into this finale, uh, well, what what should we expect from this episode tonight? Two episodes, I should say. There's so much up in the air. You've got like the entire husband question mark of like, what are, you know, obviously these husbands have been up to something. Is that going to happen? You've got these FBI agents who are technically not on duty right now, but they're back and they're desperate to take down Rio's brother cousin, which is my favorite descriptor. You've (laughs) got like Rio and Beth, who kind of seemed to be back on the same side, and is, like, are we all going to try to take down Brother Cousin? Like, there's just so many questions left, and I'm... I'm scared that we won't get the answers to them all, obviously, because this wasn't intended to be the series finale, but all I can hope is that there's, like, some sort of resolution in terms of like what these women's lives will look like. Who knows? This is a very hard show to predict. <laughs> That's very true. And, and as uh, we've mentioned, uh, you know, this is not the season finale of the show, but in fact, the series finale, which really kind of took a lot of people, especially these new fans, caught everyone off guard a bit. So what do you make of all of that? Yeah, I mean, this is a show that has lived on the bubble its, you know, its entire mm-hmm. life. But I do think it is surprising that they chose to cancel it really at the height of its popularity, like we were talking yeah. about with the Netflix bump. So suddenly, a lot more people are upset about this. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm really bummed just because it's such an interesting story. And every time I've ever talked to the showrunners, I would have loved to have seen what they come up with because... They've always kind of known, maybe not an exact ending, but they always have an idea of the story they're telling and what they're working toward. And I was devastated. And, you know, I'm sure some people have seen TV lines report that they were going to bring them back for a shortened fifth season, but there were some contract negotiations. But, you know, every now and then a season finale will surprise us by being a really great series finale. So I'm hoping that's what happens here. Yep. Very good point. That could absolutely happen. Well, if all of you want to start catching up, if you've not watched the show before, the first three seasons are available on Netflix. The current fourth season is on Hulu. And don't forget to catch the two-hour finale starting at 9 p.m. tonight on NBC. Thanks so much, Sam. Of course. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Before his TV career, Ultra City Smith's creator Stephen Conrad wrote the screenplay for what Will Smith movie? Hancock, Men in Black, or The Pursuit of Happiness? I think this answer may bring some of you joy. It's The Pursuit of Happiness. Conrad also penned the Nicolas Cage dramedy The Weatherman and Ben Stiller's take on The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, among other films. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina edited and produced by Joshua Heller, 
hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall and Carly Usden.